This college football week seven edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new propswap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and pod. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner and picks Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Uh, I mean, I just college football, baby. Uh, you know, the fade six pack strategy. I feel like I missed on which ones to fade. None of us <laughs> did well somehow. No, uh, even though I was full, full blown uh, declaring war on Colby and his six pack, he brought Meister Brow to the party. No <laughs> one else wants to drink Meister Brow. You can't then drink the good stuff because you brought the six pack of Meister Brow. Colby made us pick UConn, UMass. I will yep. never forget that. I will never forget that. Joining us via remote, Colby Dant, aka the Dant to base. What's happening, Colby? Uh, that UConn game still, still just. Uh, I look ten minutes into that thing, I was like, "Why did I? Why did I lock this? I put it. I put it on there. I feel like just for humor. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say <laughs> that one was just a one we had to play. Jokes on everyone. Well, the database sound effect isn't there. Our uh, iPad. Oh, no. R.I.P. We'll see. Um, the iPad is jacked up, so maybe we'll have to do an acoustic for the uh, Colby Dant database. Sound effect, yeah. Uh, UConn was in the mix there. Not an amazing week uh, for any of us, really. Kind of all over the place. Although you and Colby both above five hundred uh, for last week, I was below five hundred. I'm still above five hundred for the the year. Colby still almost sixty one percent against the spread. My bonus locks are at sixty percent, but Kramer's regular locks a whopping seventy one percent, zero percent on the teases. Uh, a blind spot there. Coaching, coaching. We I'm don't hit, have the board. I'll help out. I'm hitting my teases at 33%. Dogs, outright winners at 33%. So, you know, there we're still getting you paid, but uh, not the best week coming off that uh, week six. Weird, weird week six. Ryan did go four and zero in the uh, top twenty five. So, congratulations, Ryan. You're gonna say something, Colby? <laughs> I mean, he got that. Red Red River reach around. Uh, I mean that that game. I I should have covered that, guys. 
Uh, they run the ball to get in field goal position. They, they they have like a 40 yard touchdown run. I mean, what a bad beat. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know if it's a bad beat. I mean, Oklahoma, you know, I mean, once they got rid of that dud, Spencer Rattler, they were uh, off to the races, easily covering that minus three. I, I, I mean, where are we at with Spencer Rattler? Is he going to get drafted Colby? What is his career at Oklahoma over? Yeah, he's going to be transferring to Oklahoma State or something soon, right? I mean, we have that ticket still, guys. Uh, can we throw that thing up on Prop Swap for a, a penny? A penny right now? I can't. He was the odds on favorite to start the year. I get it. Lincoln Riley is the absolute Sherpa, but whew, tough look. Tough look indeed. Uh, Old Miss, man. I know. What does it take to get a crooked uh, clock operator down in SEC? I thought that was. Their bread and butter, some home cooking on the clock operator. Accidentally left the second on. Arkansas gets the touchdown, and then can't even send it to OT. That was uh, that was really really annoying. Uh, so you guys you guys covered on that, but I, I felt like I should have had that. Come on, come on, old Miss, get take that second off the clock. You're at home, and then obviously the huge result of uh, Alabama losing outright. Colby, uh, when does your when does the database's top twenty five come out, and will Alabama be in the top twenty five? Uh, yes, they will be in the top twenty five. Top ten. Uh, but look, they only fell four spots when they lose to a team that uh, unranked has been bad all year. Kudos to Texas A and M. I shit on them last week. They played great, but I got them in the six pack for a reason this week, guys. Yeah, unranked team taking down Alabama. Awesome. I mean, we'll get into it when we pick the games, but man, feels like you have to fade Texas A&M coming up. Well, and just the the premonition, right? Jimbo Jimbo called his shot. Uh even that wasn't enough. Yeah, he talked a bunch of trash and and delivered. He you over, rarely see that going up against Alabama. He overcame the uh the former assistant curse. Uh there's a lot of things that toppled. I mean, it's it's I would say two things happened that were greater than Gatorade being dumped on his head. He called his shot against Saban and he hit it. That dude, I mean, he is smoking cigars in College Station at each one of whatever house he wants to go in. Oh man, yeah, that guy is—he's uh, just an outright legend. Will not have to buy a drink uh, for a very, very long Will time. He, he's gonna—he's gonna get a—he's gonna wrap up a contract extension. Soon, oh right? yeah, you—you you send your agent in right away. <laughs> right when they're storming the field, that should be like the agent storming the uh, athletic director's office, waiting to get that contract ready to go, and. Uh, the college football uh, subreddit tweeted out a fun stat: active win streak, UMass one, Alabama zero. A new day in college football has emerged. Powerhouse UMass and uh, Alabama not looking good. I mean, we were crazy for picking UConn as a road favorite, uh, Colby. But you know, I guess if this game ever happens again, I'll, I'll learn my lesson on that one. Let's get to the games. We are going to be uh, breaking down a ton of college football games. All these lines, courtesy of the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast and Podcast Network, and that, of course, is WinBet. That's right. They're active in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Again, the excitement of Win Las Vegas in the palm of your hands. They even have casino play as well. Of course, in-game wagering, all sorts of uh, any sort of sport you want to get down on, WinBet has you covered. They have a bunch of sweet promos, odds, parlays, uh, in-game wagering. They got it all, and uh, 
you know, head over there today. Sign up today. Risk free one thousand dollar bet. That's right. Just go to winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com, or download the Win app. All right, let's get to it. Let's crack open the Colby Dance six pack. Navy heads down to Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis laying ten and a half in Memphis. This is a uh, Thursday night special for me. This is easy. I mean, I was wrong to to doubt to one of the service academies last week. Not going to do it Ooh. again here. Navy on God a, bless. Uh, <laughs> come on, Sean. Navy on a short week. I mean. All right, you preparing for a triple option on a Thursday night? Just seems like a recipe for disaster. Give me Navy plus ten and a half. Colby, you have your pulse on the uh, on this Navy football program. Are you riding with them again this week? Yeah, I mean it's a no brainer. I mean, look, uh, last week they didn't get. I, I I said on the morning show if you tuned in for the for the college football experience morning show on Saturday to take it on the money line. Well, it was tw- it was. 24, 24 in the fourth against SMU. Live dog, yeah, yeah. SMU got the win, but they were a uh, you know a heavy, heavy dog in that game. So uh, this when Memphis has the hundred sixteenth best defense in the country, guys. You know what that <laughs> means? On three days rep or rest after after a bad loss to Tulsa, Navy's actually good. Like I said before, like their yardage. I understand they only have one win, but the yardage presents them being a good offense. Uh, and I think they're a better team. I think they just had a tough schedule. Um, so I just think they're the flat out better team. Give me the midshipmen down there in the Liberty bowl. You got, are we just, are you, ch- are we chasing? Are we just trying to be good Patriots? No, no, it's, it's, are we not it's about worried? a, it's about a triple option team uh, playing them on a short week. I'd love to see the, the actual numbers on it, but I mean, you need a full week to get used to playing the option. I, I understand. I, I I get that, and, and you're probably right. Uh, but I, I'm going to take Memphis. I I I'm going to be contrarian because I think we everyone saw Navy just cover against a team that could put up some points, and and they expect this to do the same here. Uh, going contrarian, going against America. Give me the Tigers. Wow, Ryan, you're 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 a maniac. Texas A&M heads heads to Columbia, Missouri. Where the Aggies coming off a massive win, laying eight and a half total sits at six and a half. I mean, I was all over basically whoever plays Texas A&M again. I don't know if they have the stats, but st- you know, storm in the field victories, taking the other team the following week. And this Texas A&M team wasn't a great team to begin with, and 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 now they have this you know confident, huge you know program changing or just. I mean, one of the one of the bigger wins for the Texas A&M Jimbo Fisher era, and now they go on the road, and uh, I mean, massive letdown opportunity against the Missouri Tigers. I, I'm all over Missouri plus eight and a half. Is is there any way to look at this otherwise, Colby? Uh, no, I mean, look, I, I called this one in the preseason. I said, oh, I mean, I didn't have A&M beating uh, Alabama, but I thought, hey, in Columbia, Missouri, tough place to win. I, Missouri's been a, a a weird team this year. It's, I, I don't, it's hard to get a pulse on them. However, a and M is not that good of a football team. Yes. They played this great. They, they played a great game on Saturday, but if you go back, they barely beat a horrible Colorado team. Um, they lose to Arkansas. And I, I just, this is a bad spot for them. They've been partying all week. Uh, I am a bit concerned about Missouri's run defense. It's horrible, but I think if you load the box and make a and M beat you in the air, I don't think they can give me Missouri in the points, sprinkle some on the money line. Very unique situation to have 
a team have such a massive program shifting win happen in a situation where they're they were kind of left for dead. As Colby pointed out, they really struggled to do anything against most teams. I would imagine that uh, the 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 entirety of the roster, like if you're third string, you're still cashing in on this uh, this this pushy uh, pussy onslaught. Because I would imagine if you're on this team, you're being allowed to party. You're probably not going to class, and I doubt you're focused on this horrible trip you have to take up yeah. to Missouri this week. Uh, so yeah, everything you guys said. Let me add one uh, one one last piece of data. Oof. 86% of the tickets, Sean, but only 50% of the dollars coming in on Texas A&M. That tells me Ooh, what squares squares coming in on the, the, the road uh, chalk here. Let's take the dog, break out the fiddle. We're going square dancing. Feel free to use that Arizona state heads to salt Lake city, Utah, where the Utes, a home dog, a rare home dog uh, situation for Utah. Plus one plus 100 on the money line total sitting at 51 Kramer. I'll let you start here. What do you, what do you like? I mean, Utah as a home dog is interesting. It's always interesting, but Utah just had a huge win, right? Do, do, do we factor that in at all? The fact that they just took USC to the wood. How do you say it, it's they've got on the, they got off the schneid by taking USC to the woodshed. And I think in this situation, I don't know what Arizona state. I, when I saw that you wanted to pick this game, Colby, uh, it irritated me because I think as a program, we don't pick the pac 12. Well, you're steering us down the path of a difficult situation here because I think you're putting me, I think what you're signaling is you're going to be taking Arizona state here. I hope not because I'm on Utah. I, I just, they're the better team. Utah. You always take as a home dog. Uh, so tell me why you like Arizona state Colby. I'm on the Utes, oh, man. Yeah, let's Utes go. All day. Look in Salt Lake City, like I think the home field environment, perhaps in the Pac-12, uh, and Arizona State coming up there. You know, I don't know what they are. That that UCLA win looks good, but uh, I think the Utes made a statement with that uh, that game down there in, in LA at the Coliseum. And I just think in general, when they play in Salt Lake City, they're always well coached, great special teams. Um, give me the Utes plus one. Um, and once again, I mean, obviously sprinkle some of the money line, but I, I just think another thing is I'm money picking the pack 12. That was my best conference last year at oh. ATS. Well, <laughs> not and, me and Utah always good at home. It is a night game. It is a, a seven o'clock kick out here on the West coast. So that's even a, a better opportunity for Utah and Arizona state. I, I think is, is set up for a letdown here in Utah, normally very good against the spread at home. Uh, 17, 13, and one since 2016, but actually 0 and two this season so far. So I think they're due for a little course correction. I I like how they how they've played, uh, and yeah, massive win against uh, USC. Nice win at home against Wazoo. Uh, you know they had that really brutal game, uh, that tough loss against San Diego State. But other than that, these last couple games they've played pretty well in conference play here. So. Uh, I like them to get another uh, another Pac-12 win for the Utes. Last time they played, uh, Utah won twenty-one to three in Salt Lake City. So, so pretty thought, pretty uh, pretty shocked to see how much money is coming in on Arizona State. So Utah will be a unpopular home dog. It looks like. Oh really? Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, to me it felt like a kind of an obvious spot for them. I, I I mean I get why you would like Arizona State, but. Utah at home, especially at night. That it's such a great situation. All right, we're gonna get to the second half of the six pack before we do. Want to shout out PropSwap.com. 
America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use that promo code SGP and uh, on your first deposit, PropSwap will double it up, up to five hundred dollars. Double the cash means double the odds, and I'm saying double a lot because it is the MLB playoffs. This is a uh, Ooh, doubles. Is, I like it. Yeah, this is a great time to get involved over at PropSwap because all these. Guys that are sitting on and mostly guys, all these they're all sitting on these futures, right? Uh, to win the NL, to win the AL, to you know get to the World Series. I guess that would be the sim- same ticket. But there's a bunch of future tickets out there, and you know, maybe they threw like a hundred dollar long shot on the Red Sox winning the AL. You if you think they're they're gonna win this series or or win the AL pennant, that's now you know they're probably trying to hedge out. So a lot of good hedge opportunities to buy and a lot of good uh, opportunities to sell as well. Of course, that's where you go to buy and sell I head over to the brand new propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. It's where America goes to buy and sell sports bets. Pittsburgh laying five and a half as they head to Blacksburg, Virginia, Virginia tech. The Hokies, a home dog after another Disappointing loss by the Hokies, plus one seventy on the money line. Ryan, what are you doing here? Uh, I mean, what? what why? Are you, why are you coming to me first? This is ridiculous. All right, Colby, started off. I don't want to. I mean, like, why, they why, lost. Why? Uh, they lost uh, by three points at home to Notre Dame. Was that a dream crusher, dream no. crushing loss for them, or are they going to get up for Pittsburgh? Why? I mean, this number does feel a little high for me at five and a half. Where are you at, Colby? I mean, this game reeks. It reeks. I don't understand it. Why would they be a five and a half point favorite? I mean, what, Pitt lost to Western Michigan just a few weeks ago, and that was at Pitt. I mean, look, I went back since 2003. So Pitt and Virginia Tech played a lot of times. Obviously, they used to be in the Big East. Um, they've only won once in Blacksburg, and that was so. I mean, I, I don't understand how they're a, a, a five. Was point that 2003? Favorite. Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, and even that like that, and 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 even with that, only once, and that was a seven-point game. So it's like, why would they be favored by five and five and a half points? I don't even understand how they how they made that line. It makes no sense to me. It almost scares me off of it because it just doesn't make any sense to me. So no, I'm taking Virginia Tech, but I I am cautious because it's like, why? I if I had to set that line, I would have done like Virginia Tech minus two on a neutral site. Pittsburgh is eight and a half points better. That seems crazy, but that Virginia Tech not great against the spread. Three and seven in their last ten, they seem to just kind of disappoint. But usually, it's as a favorite or a small dog. This is a pretty big underdog for that, or like a pretty big dog spot for them at home. Like when was last time they were five and a half point home dogs? Not against like a Clemson. Uh, it's certainly not a team like Pittsburgh who can be Jekyll and Hyde away from home. Uh, I think to answer your question, Colby, this has everything to do with the fact that the uh, Pittsburgh quarterback is getting some, some Heisman buzz, some, Hey, this guy's pretty fucking good buzz. And at the end of the day, this is a uh, situation, uh, Sean, you asked if the dream crusher happened last week. Yeah. The reason the dream crusher didn't happen last week is because the Fuente team doesn't dream. They, they don't, I, I think it's one they, they, there's literally no goal. There's no plan. They don't have any uh, dreams. Last week was the ultimate uh, Fuente loss. It, it's just the way that he loses games. He finds ways to give enough back and, and take the foot off the gas enough 
I think in this case, I don't know. Enamored with a new toy, toy, uh, Burmeister can't help but get hurt. That's why the spread is what it is. Who knows who's going to be playing quarterback for Virginia Tech? Uh, the 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 kid from Texas who was running the ball a little bit, uh, Berkman or whatever. He 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 can't throw the ball from what I can tell. Uh, the other fra- the other transfer that might come in and, and throw the ball. I, I mean, is Burmeister going to be able to play? It, he couldn't really throw the ball. I think that's what you're dealing with here now. Strangely, I think this is when Fuente's at his best. Fuente, for whatever reason, is really good at the hey, we're being disrespected angle. He's really good at getting his team to rally. And I think in the last game, the reason they lost to Notre Dame what wasn't because of the defense, in my opinion. It was because of the offense. The defense did a pretty good pretty good job adjusting to a quarterback who came in, got hot, they cooled him off. Uh the offense just left too many points on the field. It's a Fuente's a fucking offensive coordinator. And he he's his offense has always let him down. He's a quarterback guy. Andy Dalton, Paxton Lynch, wow, fucking genius, guru. <laughs> Two first, uh, can't figure out the quarterback position. Hendon Hooker is gone. Quincy Patterson's gone. Would have loved to have one of those guys. They were more durable, at least. I don't know what it is. At some point, you make your own luck, and the the injury situation with these quarterbacks is all around the fact that he wants them to run around. Like fucking idiots. None of them can throw the goddamn ball. Hendon Hooker could throw the ball. He's on Tennessee now. This guy, <laughs> this guy is the worst. I, I don't know what the plan is. So yeah, I'll take the points because that's ridiculous. Pittsburgh shouldn't be laying this many points in Blacksburg. It is a little bit earlier in the day, but I don't know. This will, will be, they play enter Sandman, right? Th- this they, they always come on, Sean. Don't oh, be disrespectful. All right. Disrespectful <laughs> asking do, whether or do not you they... say your fucking uh, grace when you go to church. Yeah, when you come to when you come to Lane Stadium, you 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 pray to the fucking Church of Sandman. Te- tech plus five and a half. I'm 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 on it, but again, it does it feels weird. Like th- this line still doesn't make sense to me that they're five and a half point home dogs. I mean, at, at worst, this should be a pick 'em. It, it seems crazy. Maybe there's something else we're missing. Heading down to Norman, Oklahoma. Oklahoma coming off of a massive win against Texas in the Red River rivalry rodeo. Uh, Oklahoma laying eleven and a half minus four fifty on the money line. TCU coming to the town plus three forty dogs. Sixty five and a half is the total. Jeez, Colby, what am I? I mean, I, I'm. I don't know if it's been officially announced, but there's no way they can start Spencer Rattler again. I assume this is Caleb Williams team. I mean, after you take over and help the team come back from behind and take down Texas, you, you have to have win the starting job there. Uh, maybe they just transfer over Spencer's NIL money. I don't really know how that works, but uh, wh- what do you, what do you make of this Oklahoma team? I, I think, I, I think maybe they light it up against TCU and that Caleb was that spark to really unlock or uncork the Lincoln Riley offense? Where are you at, Colby? I think Oklahoma's the luckiest team in college football. Oh, here we go. Uh, well, that's because you were on Texas. I mean, well, look, I, I kudos to them for getting it done in the Red River Reach round. But um, <laughs> I think, in general, like this team has been very fortunate all year. Whether it was Tulane, whether it was K State. Um, uh, all this stuff. Uh, I just feel like this team's due for a loss. And I think right now they're thinking, <laughs> Hey, we just won that game. What better time? And especially you're talking about Gary Patterson, defensive coach against a, uh, a quarterback, potentially getting his first start. I like 
TCU. The last time they played in Norman to two years ago, uh, Oklahoma got a very fortunate spot on a fourth and one uh, to win that game. It was a very close game. Give me TCU to cover this one. Oklahoma's gonna they, they're gonna fall at one at some point this year. They're not good enough. That sounds personal. I think we have to caution the list. There's something yeah. personal going on know. here. Yeah. What? You're a Lincoln Riley guy, Colby. What's up, dude? How many times can you see a top five team win by four, by three, <laughs> by six? You know what I mean? It, it, it is. It, it is funny that they're ranked fourth overall. I mean, I would be surprised if uh, the database top twenty-five is Michigan State higher than uh, Oklahoma. But I, I think this is just the Oklahoma get right game, confidence through the roof, offense firing on all cylinders. You know, Stone when uh Labanowitz, who when he was on our show, he's he was pointing out that maybe there's some aspects to the playbook that they were saving to unleash later on in the season. And that, you know, he was when they when the fans were calling for Caleb that they were gonna, you know, he was really gonna let his boy Spencer go to town. But I think maybe, maybe he knows Spencer Rattler isn't the guy and now is his chance to really Unleash the offense. I, I think Oklahoma rolls in a big way. Give me Oklahoma minus eleven and a half. Kramer, sounds like you might be with me. Yeah, and it also very clearly just I mean the, the offense just looks looks more like an Oklahoma offense with him yeah. playing quarterback. And I, I think we'll probably, you know, to Colby's point, I think Gary Patterson is a clever defensive mind and maybe he can turn him over a little bit. I think the problem is that Oklahoma, like we haven't, I mean, last week, I guess was the game, the breakout game, but if they, if they apply that level of offense to this matchup, I understand slightly better defense, but I think they still could play some bully ball here. And I, and I, and I wonder if my national championship pick of Oklahoma is going to speaking of stock and prop swap, maybe I need to go over and buy some Oklahoma juice because Mm. maybe the Caleb Williams experiment is all that they needed to get over the top. By the way, I mean, this is an absolute poster child for why maybe the NIL stuff is going to is going to calm down really quickly because imagine if you spent all that money on Spencer Rattler. Is he even an NFL? Like he's yeah, nothing. But I would say this. He's nothing. The people that are throwing that money around to Spencer Rattler, they don't need the money and no, and right. he probably got a bunch of tickets and probably it was really awesome for 5 weeks to say like Spencer Rattler's endorsing my beef jerky. So I, I I don't think I don't think it's like you know dollar for dollar the greatest investment of all time, but I think the guys that are really throwing the big money don't really care. And, yeah, and didn't maybe. he sponsor like a vegan company? People in Oklahoma don't like that. All right, <laughs> that I mean that there is something that I I know I was wearing the soy uh, the um the what, what what the fuck does the shirt say soy soy boy yeah the soy boy shirt last night but uh yeah I. I it is a tough look for the the vegan movement when your your poster child quarterback is just an absolute bust. Caleb Williams eat me eats meat, and if he and if he does, <laughs> someone like Omaha Steaks or someone needs to get in there. Some some meat company oh, yeah. needs to get in there and just be like, uh, yeah, I don't know. All, it's all like when Miller Lights uh, sponsored uh, Taylor Heineke, which again may have may have been a little bit of a not the greatest endorsement yeah. deal. But again, Heineken had their chance. They missed out. Lay the points. Ole Miss lay in three as they head down to Knoxville, Tennessee. Tennessee at plus one thirty home dog. Kind of interesting here because, uh, as as you pointed out, Kramer uh, Hendon Hooker can throw the football. They can put up some points. 
just dropped 45 on the Gamecocks last week. So this Tennessee offense, no, no slouch of their own, you know, uh, Ole Miss coming in after a uh, kind of crazy game against Arkansas where they eked out a 52, 51 game or uh, 50, 52, 51 lead or victory. I, I don't know. I, to me, man, this Ole Miss team, I, I, I think they are the better team, but are they three point road favorite better? Colby, are you a little worried? Uh, the Matt Crowd ticket still hanging around, plus two hundred, plus one eighty. It's still him and Bryce Young neck and neck, but some of these other guys are closing in on um on them. Are you going to consider listing the Matt Corral ticket on prop swap? I'm going to ride it at least for another couple of weeks. I mean, I want to see the, how this how this turns out. I still think they'll be successful from a yardage standpoint against Tennessee's defense. However, how about Tennessee, man? Kudos to Josh Heupel getting it going. And look, everyone will come at the the Big Twelve for the scoring. The SEC is the new Big Twelve, as you saw with that Ole Miss Arkansas game last week. I think Tennessee's going to move the ball all over Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin, remember he was a one and done at Tennessee. They hate him there. This is his first head coaching uh, job uh, going back there. I mean, he was yes, he was the OC of Bama when they played Tennessee, but as a head coach, this is his first trip back to Knoxville. I think the place is going to be lit. This is kind of like that uh, that TCU Texas Tech play I did last week. I just feel like, hey, uh, ever since they switched from Joe Milton to Hendon Hooker, this offense has been moving. Give me the Vols in an upset special. Yeah, uh, Kramer, where are you at with this one? I think you guys are over overvaluing what what we saw last week with Tennessee. I, at the end of the day, Lane Kiffin's locked in to just if if nothing else, he's getting he's getting his boy invited to the Heisman ceremony, which means stats on stats. Tennessee is going to let up points here. I just think Ole Miss is a much better team. I mean, we, we, we talked about Tennessee in the off season about a dumpster fire, this dumpster fire, that it pisses me off that Hendon hookers uh, having some success again. Why are you letting these guys fucking go? The guy went to, he chose Tennessee dumpster fire program over Virginia tech and you, Justin Fuente. Think about that. Um, but yeah, I'm still taking Ole Miss. I, I don't think, I mean, that, that was a hell of a game. Uh, I don't think Arkansas is uh, anywhere near the dumpster fire level of Tennessee. And again, I think we're just, I think we're overvaluing recency. The last thing I'll say, I know that it's scary to lay three on the road, but uh, I, I don't, I, the money is coming in on Tennessee as well. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of, that, that's the part that that's the last thing that sways me. It, the line is just fishy. I do think Old Miss is the better team. I do like them to get the outright victory. And if I if I think both those things, I may as well uh, have them to cover the minus three. I yeah, I mean their defense is dog shit, but I I think they could put up like sixty on Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's defense little suspect. So yeah, I'll, I'll ride with Matty Corral and lane one more time. I mean, is there anything to the, the lane coming back to Tennessee or have we gotten that out of our system? Oh, I think he, I, I feel like he'll care. Yeah. Lane Kiffin seems to be way aware of the shit that's off the, like the tangential shit to coaching. Well, he wasn't aware of the six points I was laying last week with my lock Ryan. Cause he, if He's got to. They got to talk to that clock operator. You can't. You can't bring that clock operator back next week. I think the clock operator, uh, much like the scene in Two for the Money, where he's going for a jog in the park, and the uh, the gentleman <laughs> who wagers lots of money from Puerto Rico comes yeah, over and pisses on him. I mean, come on. You know. I mean, how's he going to walk around town? Everyone's going to be pissed at that guy. 
His stock is plummeting. Speaking of stock, you want to get involved in a sports stock market? You can with predictionstrike.com. This is uh when uh, I heard about Prediction Strike, I was like, "Oh yeah, audience will be all in on this Robin Hood and WinBet, almost as if they had a baby. Combine a sports book with a stock market, and uh, it's really fun. You sign up over at PredictionStrike.com, use that promo code SGP, you get a free athlete share uh, with your first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Again, so a guy like Spencer Rattler obviously would have been a uh, he would have." Wanted to get rid of him. I, I don't know if you can short athletes on Prediction Strike. I've only I've only bought them so far, but uh, again, it's fun. You can buy, sell, hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. They go up and down based kind of on their fantasy performance. Make sure you head over to PredictionStrike.com or download the new Prediction Strike app. Use that promo code SGP. Kramer, top twenty-five games. Oklahoma State heads down to Austin, Texas. Texas laying. Five and a half, Colby. Where's uh, where's this Texas program at? Are they are they going to be able to get up for this Oklahoma State game? Or are they going to be too distraught that they got uh, you know, the bad end of the stick and the rivalry? I, I think there's life with this program right now, and I think if they they could play Oklahoma again in the Big Twelve Championship if they take care of business here. Okay, State though, quiet, quietly uh, having a great great year despite not really passing the eye test in my opinion. I'm on Texas. I'm laying the points. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Texas flat out better team, Oklahoma state. They got fortunate against Boise state. They got, I thought they got fortunate against Tulsa. I like you know, okay state, but come on like this. I think Texas is going to be able to really move the ball in this defense. Kramer, where are you at? I, Where's the psychology I of this Texas? We program? said, boy, if there's one program that's really going to take this and use it as bulletin board material, it's going to be Oklahoma state. Not only, not only are they being fucked by in-state rival Oklahoma, but obviously everyone hates Texas. Mm. We love our guy Gundy to lean into that kind of shit, right? We're the blue collar working class Texas rolling Come into town. Me. Come at me. I'm a man. I'm, I'm 40. 40. Uh, I think I think the uh, the Sark uh, situation is working out as well as it could have, uh, but I think we're getting to the point now where people are starting to see it. Part people saw them score all the points. People think they're gonna probably just like you, Colby, like Oklahoma State. Who? How many people who watched that Texas game last week have even watched Oklahoma State play? I think this is going to be a strange, scrappy game. And I absolutely think this is a letdown spot. Yeah, I, I think what, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that I know about Steve Sarkeesian, he does not know how to recover from a hangover quickly. And <laughs> he I don't doesn't think get a hangover because he's a <laughs> clinical alcoholic. Oh, sorry, it's a medical condition. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know. Last thing, uh, like like to put in the the the, the money percentages, uh, Sean, ninety eight percent. Coming in on Texas, so all right, let's go. Let's fade the public. Give me OK it, State. It's early, but I, I think here's what's going to happen, though. I mean, imagine if Texas gets out to a big lead, like they're up 14 points, and then Oklahoma State gets a touchdown, starts coming back. That that gets in your players' heads, and I and I think the psychology of letting a lead slip away like that. I mean, you know, the seniors on this team that would have made their 
kind of made their college football career it, taken down in the Oklahoma there. So, and, and it probably made maybe some of the veteran players wonder, Hey, uh, maybe a little less gas and just a touch of the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Their gas break balance is way off. Give me Oklahoma state plus five and a half. Kentucky heads down to Georgia, Athens, Georgia, Georgia laying 23 and a half. Man, I mean, I, I get why you could talk yourself into taking Kentucky and, you know, oh, 23 and a half points with this Kentucky team. They're so good. But didn't we didn't we already go through this with uh what was it, Arkansas a couple weeks ago? Like Georgia's defense is just amazing. Now I know they haven't played, you know, amazing teams, but Arkansas was pretty good and Kentucky, man, uh, you know, a great year so far for Kentucky. And I've been doubting them a number of times. I, I feel like I've picked against them a decent amount, but Georgia's defense is just God. I, they've let up 33 points in six games. Now, granted again, the competition hasn't always been there, but they're averaging like five points a game uh, and, and their offense is looking pretty good. Regardless of who's that quarterback, they can run the ball down anyone's throat should have locked him up last week on the road against Auburn. Now they're back at home. I don't know, Colby, what am I missing? I mean, Georgia is just head and shoulders. The best team in the country right now. I think the Iowa Hawkeyes are, they got a better <laughs> resume. The defense is right there with them. I, I mean, Col- Colby, as much as I appreciate you not wanting to crown, it's hard for me to look past the Georgia defense. Cause I think if they played Iowa, it would, it would be one of these, one of these games where we understand which team came from the North and the, in the middle of the country and which team came from sec land, Well, um, it matters where they would play. Well, of course, but it wouldn't be at home for Iowa. And that's the problem. I think Georgia could travel a bit better than Iowa, Iowa at home. Probably I'm with you. Maybe they can beat anyone in the nation on that, on that, uh, that turf down there. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think I'm you're just saying based on resume. You're crazy. Look, look, I was beaten Iowa State. They beaten Penn State. They beaten Indiana, and they've blown those teams out for the most part. So yes, Georgia's look great, but what Clemson's your best win or Auburn? Auburn, Auburn. I'll give you yeah. that, but I mean, again, I mean I, Arkansas was you know in a decent spot coming into that game. I mean, probably a little bit overrated, it, but they beat them thirty-seven to nothing. No, they look great. I'm not saying they don't look great. I'm just saying Iowa's resume right now is pretty damn amazing. Yeah, if you were putting together a resume, Iowa has played better teams, so it would be easier to put that together. But just eye test dominance. Um, you well, know, Iowa's I mean, better. Penn State. If they if they don't lose their quarterback, I don't know if Iowa wins that game. So I, I'm I'm going Georgia minus twenty three and a half. Colby, it's, I'm assuming you're taking Kentucky in the points. It sounds like you like them here. I uh, I mean, I'll take the points. I think Georgia's going to roll them. Uh, give me like a, tw- give me a 28, seven final score. Yeah. So you think they're still going to cover, but, or sorry, they're going to win by 23 and a half too much. Yeah. And Georgia looks great. Like I said, Georgia, Iowa right now, sign me up for that national championship. That will be great. If Iowa can get into the uh, college football playoff, that'll be fun. I, I, I think we, again, let's remind everyone that stoops only needs to win seven games. So he's pretty <laughs> far along with six. And as much as it's, I think the fact that this is being dubbed a matchup between two undefeated teams is creating a, a weird situation where there is value in Georgia. Cause people are like, are you serious? You're going to give me Kentucky catching almost 24 points. I might take that. They got a chance this year. 
And when I looked at the money, it validates that Sean early in the week, but this is a big matchup. This game is getting more action than most. And Kentucky is coming in with, with 60 to 65% of the, the, the tickets and the cash. So uh, I don't mind betting on a defense that is holding teams to a low enough score to where it might not like Georgia might only need to score 38 points here. I don't think they'll have a problem putting up 38 points. They might only need to score 35 points here. Uh, maybe the way to play this is take the Kentucky team total under. Mm. Uh, I, I'm what not, is that going to be at? I mean, right, let's see what what's the impulse. So the total is what we can do a little little math real quick. Do, 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 the the total is 44 and a half. Oh man! <laughs> and you have a 24 or 20 yeah 24 point spread. So 34 to 10. Yeah, I I mean I'm just riding with the Georgia minus 23 and a half. Let's go, baby. Over under 10 points for for uh for Kentucky. I I would take the under. I mean they're they're just destroying teams right now and I don't see any reason it's going to change. Do you like that at home? Do you like that better than laying the points? I don't mind laying the points cuz I think they wear the they just wear teams out and you know, twenty-eight nothing is a is a reasonable score for me. This good time to remind you, I did go four and zero in top twenty-five picks last. Top twenty-five expert y- over y- here. You know that's true. UCF heads to Cincinnati, Ohio, where since he's laying twenty-one. Wow, UCF plus eight hundred dog coming the other way. I mean, Cincinnati looking great this season, five and one against the spread the last six. The spread opened at sixteen, all the way up to twenty-one. Oh man, I mean UCF tough spot here. You got the backup Mikey Keene going on the road against that Cincinnati defense. Not a recipe for success, but is the number uh, big enough to warrant taking Cincinnati? And certainly we've missed the best part of the number here, picking it at twenty-one. If you wanted to take Cincinnati, Colby, where are you at? I think you got to take UCF, but I mean I, it, this is a tough, tough one to, to handicap here. I think UCF and the points it. Is the play because Cincinnati? I don't know how much points they can score now. Yes, UCF's defense hasn't been amazing over the years, uh, but I do think it's improved <laughs> from a season ago, and I think they'll have their opportunity to stay in this game a little bit. And uh, Gus Malzahn, you know, he has Malzahn magic. He can do some crazy stuff here. Watch out for a HB toss pass or an onside kick or something. Give me UCF plus twenty-one. Kramer, where are you at? It's just it, everything's worrisome, right? Like I, laying twenty-one when I could have laid sixteen early in the week. Oh, uh, that's, missing key mm, value. Oh, I've said it. Mm. Uh, UCF, I see it. I get it. Uh, the money coming in all over uh, Cincinnati, but this Cincinnati team's on a mission, and I've been on Cincinnati just about every week this year, and I'm going to be on Cincinnati again because again, this team's on a mission. This coach is going to land a fucking sweet gig, and and he realizes that he might have a chance to 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 leave on a playoff note. No one's going to be mad at him when he leaves Cincinnati with what he's done to that program if he gets him to the playoff. Yeah, and it creates this perfect situation where they're almost happy for him. He it, it, a little bit of the Urban Meyer Utah thing, although it turns out he was a piece of shit, and <laughs> and maybe uh, Lou, hopefully he's not quite the the piece of shit, but. I, I think again, this, this, the beauty contest is real. The committee is subjective yeah. and the Cincy team needs to roll every week. Absolutely roll. And so I think they roll. I'll lay the points. 
staying chalky right now. Yeah, I I think your angle about them needing some style points I, I think really does matter, especially if Notre Dame ends up losing a couple games and that ends up being their best win. Like if Notre D- Dame's a four loss team or three loss team, that that doesn't look good on Cincinnati. So you can at least point to they beat UCF by forty points. That certainly helps. And and you're right. I I think they are going to be aware of that. So I'll take uh, Cincinnati minus twenty one. And uh, you know, Mikey Keene struggled to score against East Carolina's defense. So I, I think Cincinnati could have a field day. I think the turnovers, maybe even a defensive touchdown enough to keep them in this game. If we had the X Files music, Sean, yeah, I would say this. What better way to sneak your way into the playoff, into an exclusive club that you mm. may not be normally invited to? Than to show up with a ten and two ATS record, show up with a record that mainstream media we talk about this now, right? Power rankings matter, right? We talk about the reason Alabama stays high up because they would still be favored over these teams. Yeah. Well, one way to boost your power ranking number is blow the door off of these teams and make it so they have to make you forty point favorites against conference foes. You walk into a situation where you've made those committee members money because they're fucking gambling. You know that. No, come on, not the committee, Ryan. Come on. And the I, invitational. And I'll, and I'll tell you this: Cincinnati will find a way into the playoff if they if Cincinnati is nine and three or better against the spread. They're Imagine in the playoff. Cincinnati and Iowa in the college football playoff. Love it. You would have to call it a playoff, then, Colby. We got it. We got to wager that if Cincinnati <laughs> and Iowa are in it. You can no longer call it an invitational. Well, it depends if Coastal Carolina is undefeated or you know some of these other teams out there. Buddy. But, uh, but just uh, Cincinnati and Iowa, just Cincinnati and Iowa. If they both make it, it goes back to be calling a playoff. Come on, lay that, lay that, lay that with me. That's a fair bet. No, no, I can't. I can't, dude. I look. I I like what you're trying to do here. You're trying to trap me into this. No, it's not because you're still picking random teams. Um, and, and look, I, I don't know that who, who would win right now. If coastal Carolina and Cincinnati played, have you guys been watching this coastal Carolina team? They've been good. Settle it on the field. Let's go. Arkansas heads down to Starkville, Mississippi to square off against Mississippi state. Hail state is a plus five seventy five dog catching 17 points against Alabama. I mean, oh, I just feel bad for Michael H. You know, sometimes you're walking down the street and just turn the corner and you go, Right into a buzzsaw. Alabama coming off a loss here. You know Saban is gonna have them just chomping at the bit here. And they they haven't looked great on the road. I mean, uh, you know, that Texas AM game aside, they've kind of been sleepy. Uh, even again, you saw it a little bit against Florida. Uh, I, I think they just turn it on and destroy Mississippi State. I, I I just don't see them not, but maybe there's something truly wrong and tragic with this team that I'm overlooking, but Colby, where are you at? 17 point road favorites. What are we doing? Hail state, baby. Give me the 17. I think there's some problems with uh, Alabama Ooh. Um, and, and uh, look, 17 point Alabama's going to win the game, I think, but uh, give me, give me uh give me a 34 to uh 21 final score or something. Mississippi state hangs around. It's going to be loud. there. It's going to be raucous. And by the way, they're in first place right now in the SEC West. The 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 Mississippi State Bulldogs are. Don't look now. Well, let me ask you this, Colby. Why did Alabama lose the game last week, in your estimation? Well, they had a, a lot of crazy situations happen, like the the kick return for touchdown, the pick in the end zone. Uh, it was a number of things. I feel like the offense point. let them down. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of a perfect storm too, though. 
And you know, you called, you talked about this all off season, Colby, Alabama has back-to-back road games. Alabama has back-to-back road games for the first time in a while. Alabama wasn't, wasn't supposed to lose the first leg of the back-to-back road game. Now that is true. This is a hostile spot. You've suddenly created way more hope with this Mississippi state Ooh, fan base. I like that angle. And I'm going to take you one step deeper. Mike Leach is probably one of the smarter coaches in college football. We've had conversations, very cerebral Smart man enough to agree to be a guest on the sports gambling podcast. 100% of the time he's playing chess, not checkers. And sometimes it doesn't matter because talent uh, will, 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 will work it out. But he sees Nick Saban coming off that field, taking the shot to the neck, knowing he's rattled, knowing he's pissed off, knowing that he's extra pissed off that the SEC fucked him with this back-to-back road spot. Distracted from the football itself, we've all forgotten. We haven't even mentioned it. The offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien. Everyone assumes you slot in to be the OC at Alabama, everything's gonna be fine. Well, what if Bill O'Brien just isn't great? What if Bill O'Brien still working off that Christian Hackenberg juice at Penn State? What if Bill O'Brien's just a doofus? What mm. he I mean, we laugh at the Houston Texans. It's because of Bill O'Brien. We assume he's just gonna be able to coach college kids slinging the rock around down in Alabama, a lot of pressure. I'm gonna say there's cracks here. And if Mike Leach is gonna be competitive about one thing, I doubt he wants to lose in an offensive battle. To a guy like Bill O'Brien, a Humpty Dumpty motherfucker. I'll keep talking. Don't worry, Sean. A Humpty Dumpty motherfucker like Bill O'Brien. So I think Mike Leach sees an opportunity, much like Jimbo, to lock his shit down with a signature win. Colby, you said it. There's some kinks in the armor here. And again, I think Mississippi State can play a little defense. And I think there are some some problems with this Alabama defense. The Time. air raid is coming to fruition in the NFL through the great Cliff Kingsbury. Perhaps it's as a sign. Ryan, your fiery speech talked me into it. You and Colby made uh, both made a bunch of great points. Give me Mississippi State plus seventeen. Come on, Hail State. I don't know why I didn't wear the Mississippi State uh, gear today. Probably because I don't have it yet. For some reason, uh, my my care package from Coach Leach it must have gotten lost in the mail. But Hail State. It's going to be lit down there. This was a bad situation for Alabama, and perhaps this is step one to the retirement of Nick Saban. No, I yeah, like the idea of them bouncing back, I think is true. But you guys laid out great cases of why Mississippi well, State is going to get up for this game, and I forgot to mention it is a night game, four o'clock on the West Coast, so uh, it'll be rocking down in uh, Stark Vegas. He's going to be Saban's going to be scared from that shot. He took to the neck on the last game. He's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be scared. To t- I, I'm telling you, he's shook. He's rattled 90% of the cash in tickets on Bama. Okay. Yeah. Feel. Oh yeah. Fade the public <laughs> as well. You know what? I'm scared of Ryan losing all of my hair. I already lost some and uh, I'm going to try and hang on to the rest over at keeps.com slash S G P discreet packaging, proven results. Keeps has more five star reviews than any of its competitors. Again, prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So act fast. Convenient virtual doctor consultation and medication is delivered straight to your door every three months. So you don't have to leave your home. Doesn't get any better than that. If you're ready 
take action and prevent hair loss. Just go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. Keeps.com slash SGP home stretch here. Iowa state, Kansas state in Manhattan, Kansas, the cyclones laying six and a half on the road. Kansas State, a plus two ten home dog, total sitting at fifty one and a half. Colby, how say you? Ride that money line, man. I mean, yeah. ride that money line. This is uh this is look, Iowa State doesn't normally win in Manhattan. That's just a fact. Uh ever since Bill Snyder arrived there for the most part. So you go back and look. I wanna say, what is it? I think it's like ten times in a row that uh maybe even more. I think, yeah, you got to go back to 2004. I believe the last time Iowa state won in Manhattan. So why would I change horses midstream? Give me the wildcats to get this done. This should be a fun one though. At what, at what point uh, is this going to be a disappointing season for Iowa state? Oh, I think we already got to that. Have we, Uh, maybe I'm just, I just listened to chirpy Iowa state fans that were you know, hyping up how this was the year and they were going to do so much and, and whatever, but, and, and Kansas state is coming off a, a buy, like a late buy for a team like Kansas state. That's, you know, decently well coached. I think they're going to be ready to go to take on Iowa state and Iowa state. Yeah. I, it feels like kind of already a little bit of a letdown season. It would be easy to, to maybe look past this game to their home game against Oklahoma state, look past Kansas state on the road. Uh, I, I like Kansas state's chances here. I I feel like the, uh, the six and a half is, is, the, is kind of the tiebreaker for me. They want, they want people to take Iowa state for some reason. I, I don't know. I, I, I think maybe we have a little bit too much love for Kansas state. This number opened uh, four and a half jumped to six and a half and all the money's coming in on Iowa state. So yeah, I, I'm going to continue the contrarian run here on the, the, the back stretch of the card because I don't know. Again, isn't isn't this like weird road trip spot in the Big Twelve to weird road trip spot in the Big Twelve? Uh, both of these places just seem to to be tough for to for the road teams to come in. So yeah, let's let's roll with it. Plus, I I don't know. I, I've kind of become happy uh, having fun with hating on Iowa State. I don't think I've picked Iowa State <laughs> once this year. No, I certainly haven't been all over them as well. Cal heads up to Eugene, Oregon. Oregon laying thirteen and a half. Plus uh Cal Bears plus four twenty five money line dog total sitting at fifty five. Colby, what do you make of this Pac twelve matchup? Uh Pac twelve after dark Friday night action. You gotta love that. Um hey, I'm hey. I'm on Cal. Hey, Look, hey. I mean, we we we've the last time they played in Eugene, they were with the backup quarterback, Devin Modster, and they were uh, winning at halftime. They that they, they I think they ended up losing that game, but they 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 kind of just know how to play Oregon. And Justin Wilcox, who's having a tough year right now at Cal, lo- lost a lot of close games this year. I think it'll be another close game. And, and it, 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 do I add into the fact that Oregon, yes, hostile uh, environment, but they have some big issues. Like uh, CJ Verdell is out for the year. Uh, they've been banged up at other positions. The, the defense, ever since Andy Avalos left to become the head coach of Boise State, has been kind of dog shit. So I, I think you take Cal on the points here. Despite the uh, the crazy environment, and this is uh, like Colby said, Friday night. I I didn't mention that. I don't know. I mean, Oregon certainly is going to be up for this game, coming off a a bye week in between that tough loss at Stanford. 
But is thirteen and a half too many points, Ryan? That is the question. Where are you at with this one? I mean, I think they're looking to get they're looking to get some Oregon money. I think they're they're expecting Oregon to be the more public side. Mm. Um, I would imagine, right? Primetime spot. Uh, people, what times this game kick off, Colby? Like people are going to be clearly yeah. betting it. Like you have that kind of late night effect. I, I, I believe it's the like what six uh, six o'clock. Well, for you guys, six o'clock, right? Yeah, but that's you know that's for a me, pretty, pretty right late now on the East Coast. It's a nine o'clock kick, I believe. So, uh, to me, Cal, you nailed it. Cal knows how to play Oregon. It seems like, and again, the number seems like they're trying to get you to take Oregon. You know, I, I understand. I stand, I stand corrected by the way. Seven thirty. I don't know what I was thinking. Seven thirty out here, even later. Yeah. So you know you're gonna want to get down on this. I only hate that I'm going against our guy Bo Vice's team. Oh yeah, quack, quack. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Cal's the way to play this side again. A lot of these numbers, it, you know, the experts that we are, Sean. We've worked, we've walked these these roads for for a decade now. Sometimes you see a number and you're like, oh yeah, they want everyone to bet Oregon, and everyone will bet Oregon. Yeah, and I, I think. Hmm. Yeah, the it, it sounds weird, but if the line was fourteen and a half, I almost would like Oregon more because then that would would me would show that they're trying to get Cal money. The fact that they're keeping it at thirteen and a half means they're trying to get Oregon money, which means the Cal Golden Bears are the play. They they've kind of shown up in some uh, primetime spots. I mean, they gave Washington all they're all in uh, you know back in September there lost in OT. That was a tough one. Uh, and tough loss against Wazoo at home, but I, I think they get up for this game. This is kind of their Super Bowl, I would say, um, at least for games they have coming up. So, yeah, I think you get the best of the Golden Bears. Thirteen and a half, a little too high. Give me Cal. Last game of the slate: NC State, the Wolfpack, laying three as they head up to Boston, Massachusetts, to square off against Boston College. Boston College plus one thirty on the money line. Ryan, you're shaking your head. This is ridiculous. No, no, this isn't a college football game, Colby. They're playing in <laughs> BC. That's a horrible top, top location. Two teams, perhaps in the ACC, right? Or is it Wake Forest? Well, I mean, they they all have to. That's one division, bro. <laughs> that's one division. The Hokies are still a, still in a pretty good spot to come they out are. of the ACC Coastal. Zero losses, which is uh, more than most teams can say. Ah, come on. It's what what you obviously fade NC State, and if you watch ACC. Football at all, you take Boston College here. Period. This is a weird. This is a. This is the weird travel spot we just talked about. This is Manhattan, Kansas, except for it's. It's the southern be a teams. Chilly too. It's going to be Saturday night, seven thirty kickoff, and uh, the vibe is weird up there because it's not really like a college football town at all. So you don't have no. that energy. Uh, but it, it and they play on this fucking gross, like hard old turf field. <laughs> Like everything about it is just like you're a private school, it, it, and your stadium is gross. It's it's like a it's a it's the worst stadium in the ACC by far. I don't know if Colby agrees. Uh, it's just happens. Uh, but, but at least Syracuse has the weirdness of being a dome and this carrier dome thing. Uh, look, th- I, I think this is just a weird spot, and this is an NC State team that has looked great. I'm kind of curious. I maybe Colby's about to take NC State, but I think this is an auto fade. Just based on the location, just based on the fact that they have a, a second road game against Miami, a team that's probably a little bit more in the crosshairs for no good reason other than uh, it, it's the U. So 
Yeah, this feels a lot like a spot where they could let down, and I'll take Boston College here, live dog for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm just trying to think of a reason why this isn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Should uh, it be bigger? College Are you plus three? About? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, NC State is is kind of the better team. I'm just trying to think how much Boston College will get up for this game. Colby, are are you uh, with Kramer on the BC plus three? No, I, I'm going to take mm. a shot. Like I, I, I think he made great points. Uh, I think Kramer made great points. And I look, I took NC State earlier this year against Mississippi State, and they got destroyed. And I just feel like I think they're the best team in the, in the Atlantic from a talent point of point of view. I think NC State now that they've already beaten Clemson. I think they're more talented than every other team in that, in that, in that uh, side of the division. This is a huge game. Uh, obviously Jerkovic is out the, the quarterback for, uh, for, for Boston college, but the backup played well against Clemson. And uh, I'm going to take NC state. I don't like it. I don't uh, stay away in this one, but uh, yeah, give, give me uh, NC state. I think they're the bet. The better team will win. We have to suspend Colby for trying. Are you trying to pass a game, Colby? Colby, Colby, adding a game on that he says is a stay away. It's an all-time <laughs> uh, game. I, I put the huge game there. I mean, that is a. No, I know it is. Game. It is in the huge yeah. game spot. I love Colby's uh, game integrity. No, it's a, you got. It's a, we got to talk about it. Just like UConn, UMass, big stat, game. Stat for me that is going to be the difference. Seven interceptions so far this season by the Wolfpack. That's good for nineteenth in the nation. I think they get a couple picks. That is enough to swing the minus three. Give me NC State minus three. I'm impressed that you guys didn't key in on what I said about uh, the better team will win. (laughs) (laughs) That is that. I mean, that's why you get the big bucks here, Colby. Analysis like that. Please keep it up. The team that scores more points will take the game. (laughs) Oh man, I really wish I had the Madden drop. That sounds like something right out of his mouth. Okay. (laughs) Lock dog tease and bonus lock Kramer kick things off. What do we got here? All right. Well, I, I think to start, uh, you know, there's a couple things you can do in the lock area. One of them uh, is maybe to look at the Missouri game. Uh, one of them maybe is to look at Mississippi State. But I'm just gonna roll with it because I think this Oklahoma team with the new quarterback mm. is gonna roll. Give me Oklahoma back to back weeks, locking them up minus 11 and a half for my dog. Look no further. Missouri plus 260. Jimbo, this team, they're going to have a letdown spot. Missouri's gonna, th- oh, Missouri God, is going to, Missouri is a weird team. They randomly show up all the time. You constantly forget they're in the SEC at all. Uh, Texas AM, flat, flat spot. Give me the plus 260 for my T's, which uh, you probably shouldn't play. I don't think I've hit a single one. Give me Utah plus seven, hitting some key numbers there. Give me, oh, so tempted to. You know what? Give me Cal uh, up to 19 and a half. They're going to play that one nicely. And then we're going to take Cincinnati down to to 15, go through some key numbers there. Since he down to 15, what do you got for the bonus lock, Ryan? I kind of want to just. You know what? I'll do it. I've been I've been kind of rusty on the bonus locks. I missed fading Coastal Carolina last week. They uh, absolutely were the right side. I'm gonna stay on the board for my second one. Mm. Yeah, let's not mess around. Give me Georgia. Oh, that's what I was gonna do. Georgia minus twenty three and a half. All right, uh, for my lock, I'm just gonna take Missouri in the points. Get that up to oh, okay. eight and a half. Feels good. I mean, I like it on the money line as well. 
don't want to steal your lock, but I also like Georgia, and that would have been my bonus lock had had Ryan not snaked that from me from the bonus lock pile. You can still take it. We haven't crossed. We haven't uh, unified streams yet. It could be good luck. Could be a positive uh, karma for my move. dog. You know what? I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do OK State. Give me a OK State plus one eighty. I think there's bad vibes in Texas. Horns down on this season. Horns down for my tees. Ooh man, a lot of fun things you can do here. Uh, uh, do I do Navy up to no? So I'll do Utah up to seven. July, I like Utah a lot, but especially plus seven. I like Georgia down to sixteen and a half. They're gonna roll, and then uh, yeah, Cincy down to fifteen as well. There currently isn't a game line available yet, but as soon as it does, Ooh. my bonus lock will be Florida State minus whatever. That's right, Florida State minus wow. whatever against U- UMass is coming off a win. What? This is the time so to fade UMass. <laughs> well, that's true as well. What do you think the line will be like? Thirty-five. Mac, Mac Brown uh, still winless versus Florida State. That's an amazing fucking nugget. Uh, I don't know, man. That that is an absolute bonkers spot. I agree with you. UMass coming off a win. T- perfect time to fade UMass. So I think the spread will be what, Colby? If you had a guess, thirty-five points. Yeah, give me give me thirty-two. Florida okay. State minus thirty-two. Whatever. As soon as it opens, just have your win betting app uh, open and keep refreshing it. Soon as that line is available to my clients, hammer. <laughs> Colby, what do you got? Lock dog tease and bonus lock. Uh, we are locking up the Navy midshipmen plus 10 and a half in uh, Memphis in the Liberty bowl. Um, and while we're at it, what for dog? Well, I guess what's the best value I can get you Yeah, Let's just keep, keep a triple option. Give me Navy on the dog spot too. It was either that or K state for me. Sorry. Um, uh, you had, hold on. Uh, you had, what was your lock? I missed that. Uh, Navy plus 10 and a half. You love you love making your lock and your dog. I like the I like your moxie kid. Lock uh, ten and a half dog plus three hundred. And, and check us out. Fuck it, let's go for the trifecta here. Give me the, the <laughs> teaser with the uh, navy and plus sixteen and a half. Um, sixteen and a half and navy. Then let's go Missouri up to fourteen and a half, and let's go, let's go Utah plus seven. Yeah, Utah mm. plus seven. That is a that is a Wong teaser dream. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if Wong dabbles in college. Oh, you're right. It's not quite uh, the same key numbers. But bonus play here, guys. You got to stay mm. triple option on on uh, on Thursday. Georgia Southern getting three at South Alabama. Sprinkle that sprinkle that money line. We got Tuesday night college football this week too, guys. App State Lafayette. Get excited. Lafayette, so. like the Patriot League. <laughs> No, Louisiana Lafayette. Oh, okay, but, but, but they're, well, yeah, I mean, they're, they they would get the similar numbers uh, on me, TV. They that, they rate the same. That's going to be a three star review. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What Lafayette, the football team? Jesus, Colby, he's going deeper. This is like now it's a two star. Lafayette, Those are football. Lehigh's rivals. Yes, exactly. Sorry, they have Harvard this week. <laughs> Harvard's good. Let me tell you, Harvard's good. They can ball. All right. So take Harvard laying points against Lafayette. Make sure you subscribe to the college football experience and the college basketball experience. Drop a rating and review over on Apple podcast for your chance to win free gear every Monday, AKA merch Monday. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan bonus 
Bonus lock. Let's row the boat. Upset alert. Gophers take down Nebraska. Kramer, let it ride.